Welcome to the Minutes of Faith podcast, where we dive into Scripture and explore amazing things God is doing today. Our aim is for you to receive encouragement and God's direction for you in today's world. Here's your host and author of her latest book, Praying for America and the Army of God, Debbie Jansen. Today I want to talk to you about how God shows up with the promise of a future. Our scripture for today comes from Matthew 6, 25, 27. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? Jesus is saying that God takes care of the birds, the lilies, and the grass. And his point is that we are much more important to God than any of those creations. The cause of our worry is the last line in verse 34. Therefore, Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. When Jesus admitted that trouble is here to stay and that every day we will face trials, he seems to say that trouble will continue. Now, I don't know about you, but that makes me sad. When we feel as though trouble will always be around, we can become discouraged or even depressed. Yet I want to encourage you to find hope in that statement. Yes, on the surface, Jesus is saying that pain and sorrow will always be around. But look deeper and you will discover that Jesus was also saying that he will be with us. And because of that fact, we should never be worried or afraid. Trouble may continue into the future, but so will God. And Jesus will walk into that future with us. Now, I'm not going to take the time to give you a long lesson about the miracles of the world God created. But we need to remember that there is power and strength in the tiniest of God's creations. We can marvel at light and darkness, water, dry land, vegetation, seed-bearing plants, trees, fish, birds, wild animals, and then the most powerful of all creations, man. Each of those creations are massive tributes to the scientific complexity and miracle of creation. Today, however, let's look at one of the tiniest. Let's look at a single blade of grass. From a tiny seed, this plant grows. It opens tiny receptors in the daytime for sunlight and carbon dioxide and then closes those receptors at night. At night, all of the starch that has been accumulated in the plant during the day is piped down to the roots for storage and whenever it's needed can be used for food. Even lightning gets into the act and provides an nitric oxide to fertilize those little plants. Green grass should remind us that God cares for us. 
in hundreds of tiny little ways, God is still nourishing our world and continuing to help his creations not only live, but thrive. And if God takes care of them, surely he will take care of us. Now, God may allow the drama to play itself out, but don't ever think for one minute that when someone has been unjust, unfair, and mean, that somehow they have won. They haven't. The good will be rewarded and the bad will be punished. And that's the message from Genesis to Revelation. And it's the very core of the teaching of Jesus. Let me give you a little example, or a powerful example, I should say. In the years following the tragedy of Hiroshima, when the conscience conscience of the West was greatly disturbed by the dropping of the first atomic bomb, some Japanese women were given scholarships to study in America. One lovely young mother with jet black hair and sad eyes sat one day on the soft green grass of a Midwest college. Plucking a blade of grass and holding it in her fingers, she told about the destruction of her city. When the bomb went off, she said, it was so tremendous that I couldn't comprehend or describe it. I ran to the door of my home in the hills above and looked out at my city, but it wasn't there. Where there had been buildings, there was nothing but gray rubble. Where there had been trees and flowers and grass, there was gray mud. My whole city was lost in a gray nothingness, and I was stupefied. Then I heard my baby cry, and I ran into the house and found a wall had crumbled over her crib. I tore the rubble away with my fingers until I found her and clutched her and comforted her. But I couldn't cry. I couldn't scream. I was just numb, sad, and bewildered. Slowly, I went to the door to look at my city, my beautiful city that had in a moment been turned into a gray nothingness, and I felt lost as if my world were gone. Then, in the distance, I saw the hills, and they were green. The hills were green. She paused, then lifted her eyes from the blade of grass in her hand and said simply, Did you know that the color of hope is green? As we face the challenges in our country and our world, always remember there is hope in the future because God is there. And the color of hope is green. Dear Jesus, give us the gift of hope in our future. Help all of us to see that you are there and that we can expect miracles from you. Guide us on this journey through life. Give us wisdom to handle all of our difficult days. Give us a plan to be successful for you. Teach us your ways and help us to follow close to you. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.
If you're looking for more encouragement and guidance, claim your copy today of Praying for America and the Army of God by Debbie Jansen. It's available on Amazon.com or visit DebbieJansen.com. Get your copy today.